Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, y'all. I'm Julie. Hi there. I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now, y'all need to know that we're obsessed with everything on the other side. Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is going to be more fun and much more serene. Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest, Bren, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Well, hello, my witchy poo. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great, my elf. And how be you? <laughs> well, wait, I just, I mean, I hate to say this, but what have you been doing in between calls today? <laughs> Shh. <laughs> it's a secret. It's my witchy secret. Okay, witchy I have, secrets. I have been playing my drums from the vibe store <laughs> in between. And they're so fun and they're so joyful. Like it's such a joyful, playful sound. I'm very enamored with them. It's so much fun. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh crap, I gotta answer the phone. <laughs> right? I yeah. know. You get you all just caught get lost. up. Yeah. Well, and it's such a great way to shift the, you know, shift the energy between calls. It's so great. So I've yeah. been um I've, I've been sitting here in my work chair because I don't have an office. <laughs> so you have a work chair. That's I have awesome. a work chair. And so I've been sitting in my work chair with a bucket of rainbow moonstone <laughs> and a flashlight and in the bucket is water because that's the best way to see the flash is yeah you know with yep. water it's really easy and with light because i want to create some sort of art piece with these for the outside of our new house it's not new house our old ass house that we're going to make new. <laughs> you're um, renovating house <laughs> we're, we're renovating we have no floors right now um <laughs> like zero floors there's no floors in this house as, but you have plans to put in floors there are plans but there's no, there are none right now but i was thinking either like pavers um that would be really sweet or i was thinking about a mural of stones on the side of 
the garage. It's Santa Fe. I mean, it's kind of anything goes. Right. right. That's what we call a moral dilemma. (laughs) I see what you did there. (laughs) Well, actually, we taught this funny thing is we were talking and we were like talking about what upcoming episodes we want to do, topics. You know, you gave me an opportunity. Just tell people that they're hearing your papers. Oh, yeah. Sorry, everybody. You will hear my papers because I... I'm nerdy elf this episode. And nerdy elf showed up. <laughs> right. But here's what happened. So we we were chit-chatting away, talking about different things. And I, of course, for some reason brought up the female prison shows I like to watch. And you were like, you're like, <laughs> as, you need one to, as, as, as one does. As one does. It's like it comes up in natural conversation. And <laughs> doesn't everybody like to watch female prison shows? And I and you were like, why do you watch those? And um, I was like, well, I, I can explain this. I go, I love a good moral dilemma. Mm-hmm. And they're, they are just chock full of moral dilemmas. I love to see how, what, how people or characters choose. I actually pay attention to this in, in real life, too. Um, but <laughs> I like true. to really just- see. I do. Oh, my God. I love moral dilemmas. <laughs> Um, but I like to see where they, they go. And and so we thought we'd talk about them today, hence the we will be in paper shuffling zone. Um, but another thing that people our generation talk about, Bren, is we always say Sophie's Choice because Sophie's Choice is our shortcut to moral dilemma. True. Right? It's, yeah. Yeah. Hashtag Sophie's Choice, um, which is the Oscar winning uh, movie called Sophie's yes. Choice, Meryl Streep had to choose between her son and her daughter, I believe. Yes, right? to, between yes. her two children. Her two children. One of, um, one, of them could, one of them could live, and she had right, to choose. Right, right. Um, That's a Sophie's yeah. Choice because yes. so... Now, I just want to say for the record, like, I, I enjoy, you know, cultivating the story around a, a good moral dilemma. Not so much the prison shows. <laughs> no, but they, but that is not my jam. <laughs> no, but we'll talk about those in a second. But I, because they are, there's, there, it's not about their moral dilemmas in prison. In a lot of cases, it's their moral dilemmas that got them into prison. Mm. You know, there are, there, there are, especially the women's shows. I know mm. I sound insane, but it's okay, everybody. <laughs> I am. Um, but it is, it is, there's so many of the characters that go in because like they're in a relate a marriage, they have a children and they have an abusive husband. And, and this happens in real life. That's what time. I'm saying. This is why I like yeah. it. This is why I like to watch yeah. is like you actually see it playing out. Right. Sure. I don't like moral dilemmas. Don't get me wrong. I like yeah. to see what people do. So it's I don't hate when people are put or have these situations. Um, but in many cases, you know, they they see that. In fact, they actually think through their choices, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Some people act out of just emotion and uh, in the moment. In the moment, yeah. but in in many cases, in these prison shows, they actually think through what they're doing, and they think through. It's like, well, I could probably it'd probably be easier if I just get rid of him for good. Otherwise, he's going to make mine and my daughter's life a living hell for as long as we all shall live. Right. And that's a choice, right? So if you don't mind, I'm going to give everybody some definitions. So we all kind of start from a level playing field and we're going to have kind of a game. We're going to like kind of like gamify this a little bit. There are some moral <laughs> dilemma scenarios that we I will. I just want to say, remind my, remind our audience that I am with you because I have no idea where she's going. Y'all. Oh yeah, no, 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 this is, the, she's absolutely I am right. I'm along for the ride. I'm with y'all. So. Right. However, you're going to have to answer some of these, but it's going to be interesting because, you know, because okay. these are, they talk a I'll lot play. about, yeah, well, the psychologist talk a lot about these scenarios 
um, in order for you to establish what your moral compass actually is. Like, so it's a really interesting exercise, whether you believe it or not. It's, I mean, the moral compass okay. part, but it's really interesting. So let's just, let's just define morality for one. So morality is defined as the principles concerning the distinction between right and wrong or good and bad behavior. What makes these questions dilemmas is an individual's definition of right or wrong or good and bad, right? So this is it's how we define right and wrong and good and bad. And you'll hear in some of these questions how different people could have a different answer based on what their morality is. But a moral dilemma is a conflict, right? So this is, I mean, I love conflicts. Conflicts are amazing. They make us so much better in the world and we can understand them. But a moral dilemma is a I mean, conflict. And it, yeah, It also just depends on the context. Like what can be a moral dilemma in the suburbs in the Midwest versus in a third world country looks very different. Correct. Right. You're absolutely like, so right. So context is everything. So it is just, absolutely everything. Yeah. yeah. We're not judging here for the record. No. We're just sharing. No, we, look, if there was an absolute right or wrong, there would be no moral dilemma. It, would, it, would, it wouldn't be called right. a dilemma. Right. Right. The yeah. word dilemma would not exist. Right. This, this is why it's a discussion. <laughs> right. So this is this is how it's defined is a moral dilemma is a conflict in which a person must choose between two or more actions, all of which they have the ability to do. So this is important, right? Like the example I gave you from one of my, the women's prison shows was actually a character in there and she had to choose. Both were in her power, her power to kill him or her power to divorce him, that those were her choices. There are moral reasons for each choice. No matter which choice you make, someone will suffer or something bad will happen. See, that's the whole thing. That's the right. Hook, right? That's yeah. that is that it right there when we are in a position where we have to choose, knowing that um, it's not a win-win situation. Right. Right. That's what a moral dilemma is. Should we take a quick break? And come right back and we'll like launch into some of these like awesome scenarios. <laughs> Absolutely. Sweet. Okay, you guys get out your, you know, go get your paper and pen because there's going to be a pop quiz at the end. I have a feeling, right? Yeah, so, <laughs> okay. Well, the pop quiz is right throughout. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. <laughs> People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy. Yeah. Right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. 
I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. And welcome back. Are y'all ready? Are you a little nervous? You know, sometimes you get nervous for tests. <laughs> Is, are you experiencing a dilemma? <laughs> it's not a dilemma. It's just a dilemma. <laughs> okay, but so <laughs> so there are so the one of the questions I think is actually a really fascinating one. Um and it's titled A Difficult Choice. It's like, duh, that's what a moral dilemma is. Um but so here's the here's the quick quest it's not quick. Here's the question. I'll do my best to read it properly. You and your family love the beach and decide to spend a weekend at an isolated beach cabin. Your teenage daughter often gets bored on your getaway, so you make plans to take your niece along. As soon as you arrive, a storm is looming on the horizon and the water looks rough. You tell the girls they can get ready to swim, but to come back and help unload the car. They are so excited. They do not pay attention to the last part of what you say <laughs> and run down to the beach to swim. You do not realize they have done so until you hear your daughter scream. You realize they are both caught in a strong current and might be swept out to sea. You are a good swimmer. Oh, I do not like where this is going. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, well, it's a moral dilemma. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. You are a good swimmer and know you can save one of them. You have a difficult choice to make. Do you? They give us two options in this. Number one, save your niece first as she is a poor swimmer and will not be able to last as long as your daughter. Right? That's number one. Two is save your daughter first because although she is a strong swimmer and may be able to last long enough for you to come back after saving your niece, you cannot stand the idea of losing her. That's a moral dilemma. And people have faced this. Yeah, no, that's true. Right? Yeah. I'm the so, asshole that would probably pick my kid. In the moment, though, okay. I wonder. <laughs> well, hopefully, you know, cancel Claire. But, um, yeah, cancel. I don't have a kid. <laughs> so I know, that's but why cancel Claire doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. In but, another lifetime. Um, you know, it's this is 
all I can think about is, look, if you're at the beach somewhere along there, there is a flipping life jacket. That's what I'm thinking, right? So you, you swim out with some, with one of them and flip them the life jacket and take the other one back. Okay, so you, that is a way better choice. They didn't have that one. <laughs> Next time, I would actually like you. As someone who spent a lot of time on the beach and at the oceans, that's what I would do. <laughs> so that's I know it wasn't so one of the good. options. <laughs> no, but it's so, but actually that's yeah. really good though, because that is problem solving in a way that when you think you're facing a moral dilemma, maybe it's not as simplistic as you think it is. Maybe there's a more like complex, I mean, they did say isolated cabin, this kind of stuff. So yeah, but if you're on the cabin, you're on the water, there's a life jacket. I promise you. If, okay. not, if there's not yeah. a life jacket, yeah. then it's a real moral dilemma there. Right. But this, this is what they are. Well, you Let's just get... have, them, have them swim towards each other. That's what I do. Make a chain and pull them back. Oh. Yeah. Listen to you. You're like life <laughs> problem solver. Life hacks slash Brenda Rose. <laughs> totally a life hack. That is so good. Yeah. Um, okay. This one is so shitty. They're all shitty, but this yeah. one is super shitty. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. this goes against my moral compass. So okay. FYI. Okay. Um, it's called Midnight Death. You have worked, <laughs> right? Midnight Death. There's a reason they call it Midnight. It is a deadline, literally deadline. Yeah. yeah. You have worked years to be successful in your father's business. You felt you were obligated to take over as he worked his whole life to build the business left to him by his father. However, the large businesses in town have seriously cut into profits, and for several years, you and your family have just managed to scrape by. Your father's health has declined, and he has been hospitalized. He has a substantial life insurance policy that expires at midnight. If he dies before midnight, you will inherit enough money to pursue a career you have always dreamed of and provide adequately for your family. Do you? There's three options. Number one, pinch the oxygen line, making it a, <laughs> making it possible for your dad to die or smother him with a pillow. That is one of the options. For God's sake. So I'm telling you this one, this one just like sent me over the edge. But this is, a, but this is our morality. I so, but let's keep going. Like, cause it's I everybody's understand. in different situations. Number two is tell your dad the problem and let him suggest a solution and go by what he says. Interesting option. Number three is do nothing as you cannot imagine living with yourself if you terminate your dad's life. Okay, I'm not a killer. I'm really not. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like that's a, that's a big thing for me in my Good life. You know. <laughs> well, but no, but for real, like, but even, you know, with all the Second Amendment talk and guns and all this kind of stuff, we've talked about guns before. We all know I have some drama attached to it from a previous life. But that aside, I really like my mission on this planet is to not take another another life. It just isn't. Money isn't worth it. Money, like you can figure out how to make money in one way or the other. You do not need to do that. You know, like that to me isn't even a moral dilemma. That is just like yeah, it wouldn't even cross it. my mind. But it is a moral dilemma that they pose in this because, you know, there are people who worry in part because I don't have kids, right? Like I don't think yeah. about I don't have to care for children and for feed them yeah. and provide and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Um, but I can see how it could be one, right? Yeah. And, you know, again, I, th I think there's a fourth way. <laughs> What's the fourth way? Well, if there's really, you know, bigger companies around, sell out to one of them. Take the cash and start your second career. Yeah. 
right? I mean, I think that's a good one. That's a good one. Sure. Yeah. But that's not the right. three choices. My choice is is, is well. C. First of all, first of all, the second the second choice is a is not a choice. I mean, first of all, if someone's that close to to the end, they're not usually very coherent. It's so I, totally. and and what the hell is he going to do about it anyhow? Okay, so right. I got I got six hours to figure out how to get the hell out of here. Like you know, that's not real. So it's like <laughs> so, getting permission to kill someone. I mean, it's like you don't. Well, it, he's it's and, you know, insane. and no one's going to say that. Yeah, take me out. I'm good. You know, like people. That's not how people live, so, right? Or how people die. But anyhow, so that's kind of lame. But um, okay, we'll have a not lame one next. Okay, okay. I'm just saying that options because this no. one, I think, I think this one is tough for some people. It's called telling a secret. It's short. Um, your f- your friend tells you they committed a crime. <laughs> I say this because I was in high school in Oklahoma and this did happen to me. Your friend tells you they committed a crime. They explain. For yeah, for real. They Yeah, I mean, not like murdery kind of crimes, but, okay. you know. They explain that they are having trouble sleeping at night and feel you're the mm-hmm. only one they can trust with their confession. A few days later, you read in the paper that someone has been arrested for your friend friend's crime. Do you? Okay, by the way, nobody ever got arrested for any of my dipshit friends. <laughs> um, do you, one, they didn't, not, not that I'm aware of. I believe you. <laughs> um, number one, do you go to the police and tell them what you know? Hmm. Number two, encourage your friend to confess and warm him, warn him, I'm going to say or her, if he, she, they does not do so, you will tell. Number three is say nothing because you will not betray a friend's confidence. See, I think this is a good one, though. I really do. Well, for me, personally, mm-hmm. I am the holder of many secrets. <laughs> None illegally that I know of. Some who get close to the line. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Walking um, the line, baby. Walking the line. Exactly. Um, and, you know, as as a reverend, I, that, that's not, I, I'm not here to judge people. Correct. Right? I mean, so it's, so the, the number, I believe in the second option, it, it was actually collapsed to options, which is listen to your friend, encourage them to, search their conscience and find their way forward. But the whole threaten to go to the police otherwise, that doesn't belong in the same option. <laughs> like I agree with you. Right. And so yeah. yeah. I think two is a really good one. It's like yeah. if that scenario happens, be like, listen, if you want to clear your conscience this, only you can do that. Like yeah. that is on them. But is that yeah, but I, I personally I think that's the I think that would be the the best scenario. And if they chose not to, they chose not to. Well, and exactly. And the other thing is like just having so much compassion for them because they're obviously in pain if they're not sleeping at night and mm-hmm. you know, it's only going to get worse over the years, right? And it's not going to get less. It's going to get worse because the body never lies, right? The body's going to hold that. Oh, forever. Yeah. Forever. They are and better gonna get paying their price than they yeah, are they're, they're gonna get a sick, lifetime of it. Right? Yeah. They're going to get sick. It's, and it's not a judgment call on them. It's just that's how the body works. Okay, so the next one is my all-time favorite because because I know people have had this moral dilemma about me. So it's called Sarcastic Friend. (laughs) I guarantee you that people have had this. That's awesome. That's awesome. Your your friend has a great sense of humor. True. However, (laughs) sometimes 
Her, I'm going to say her, they say his, stupid <laughs> report. However, sometimes her jokes involve making fun of others in inappropriate ways. Mm. Done that. He will point out, she will point out, oh, I don't do this. Uh, she will point out a physical flaw or look for something odd. Oh. That's not me. Or different no. about a person and make an unkind comment. That's definitely not me. No. Um, you feel uncomfortable when your friend does this. Do you say something or just laugh along with him or they? I've been mm -hmm. caught in this many times, actually. I now speak up. Yeah. I didn't used to. I always Because I'm not, that's actually not me. I mean, I'm funny I'm, and I'm sure I say things yeah. that can be offensive, but it's not about other people's looks and things like that. Um, well, the other thing is, I think a lot of times people are going for the giggle not to be mean. Like they're just, they're just like making jokes. Like this is Right, funny. right. But, you know, we've talked about a number of these situations that I've been in. Um, in the last couple years, um, whether it oh, right. was right, like going to the airport, taking somebody's friend and made a terrible comment about the Hispanic family, yeah. right? Crossing yeah. the street. And, and I lost my ever loving shit. The other ones laughed <laughs> along. I lost my shit and threw her out of my yeah. car. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I've definitely, um, even when I was young, I would call people out and they'd be like, lighten up, you're such a drag. And I'd be like, look, just, I ask you that you don't say those things in my presence. That's all. <laughs> so don't yeah. invite me. <laughs> that one weirdly, option. personally for yeah. me is not a moral dilemma at this stage of my life, yeah. but it has been, yeah. it yeah. has yeah. been. Yeah. And I know many other people have dealt with this, that sometimes you get uncomfortable and you just kind of like, uh, what do I do? Like kind of deer in headlights. You're different. You're, you're a witchy poo. The rest of us mortals, this has been, I think, a dilemma for people about what to do. This isn't like killing your father that's going to die for money. This isn't those <laughs> kinds of This is actually a very day-to-day -day kind of thing. And whether it's yeah. a friend, whether it's a sibling, a parent, a whatever it may yeah. be, um, that is a, I think that's a real dilemma for people is what to do. The only thing I will say is... Sometimes, um, particularly if it's a very senior person, um, you know, someone in like, let's just say well into their eighties mm -hmm. and, and you understand the context of this is not going to change anything. They're, oh, like when my mom had Alzheimer's. Yes. Yes. No, there's no, there's no question. I, I think right. that in a midlife healthy physically healthy situation to me this right. is not a moral dilemma it's an obvious thing but i know it is a moral dilemma to other people without a doubt and i without think a that's doubt. a very tough thing because i think to your point is when you start to balance these things like this is actually really good because part of what this whole study is asking you to do is ask yourself how you would do handle this and there's not a a hundred percent yes or a hundred percent no on everything. So like in, in what you just brought up is a great example. That's why adult children, when their older parents like go off the deep end and become right wingers, they don't say anything because they're not going to change it. And they just know it's going to cause a battle. They it's, it's, they just don't do it. And that is a moral dilemma for them because they don't win either way. Right. There's no winning. Yeah. Well, this has been a great, a little challenge and we're going to take a break so you all can discuss and reflect upon your answers <laughs> that's right would you kill your dad and would you tell your mama to shut the fuck up for being rude oh my goodness
Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. And welcome back. Thanks. So, no. <laughs> uh, every time. And you laugh every time. No, every time. So I just want to say thank you, Nuriel, for bringing these. To this. These are interesting. It's great. Yeah. All right. What else you got for us? Well, this one is always fascinating to me because it's about the value that you put on a life, on whose life and in in where mm-hmm. they are in life. And this is called the lifeboat. Um, it says you were on a cruise and the ship encounters an unexpected storm. Uh, by the way, clearly these were written a long time ago because nobody goes on cruises anymore because they're <laughs> so the death traps. That's not, but that's not true. People. No, I know they do. I was just kidding. I was just teasing. <laughs> yeah. um, the storm continues to rage, and eventually you and the other passengers are told you must head to the lifeboats and abandoned ship. As people begin to line up, 
you realize some lines have fewer people, some have families, and some seem to have younger, single people. You know you are strong and capable. Do you choose to help a group composed of three families with a few young children, a group of seniors who obviously could use your help, or go with the young, strong people with whom you might have a better chance of survival? I'm sorry. I'm just distracted by the Titanic song going through my head. <laughs> right. Same. <laughs> Wherever you are. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. So. Um, well. I'm a helper. I'll answer. I'm a helper. Yeah. I mean. I will help. And if I go down, I go down. But. If if I can help five and lose one of me, it's I, I'm better with that than I am because I could not live with myself picking the line if I didn't try. Picking the line of the stronger ones that are capable, I would feel horrible about who I was as a human. I'd rather have a shorter life than live with that. Than one that's meaningful, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But I understand the moral dilemma. Yeah. I understand because remember the definition. Either choice is not a winner, right? It's yeah, just like how, how does your mor morality align to what your choice is? I, I would also understand if there was somebody who was a parent and they had three of those kids, they're likely going to make sure that their three kids make it and they're safe and they're not worried about anybody else outside of that. I get that. That's how, that's why that's we how have it works, moral right? That's that, how it works. That has to be how it works, right? If anything, they would, you know, because they only have two hands, they would send another kid someplace else, like, they, you know, someone else who's capable of that they trusted, you know, can you be with this child? Like, right. I mean, you hear stories of that all the time, whether it's at the border or in a disaster right. or something you're, like oh, that. Oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I, okay, there's so a story. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I'm was, sorry. No, go ahead. It, it was just recently there was a, um, it, it, it was Veterans Day, right? And so um, there was a story where someone in Iraq, uh, when, when they were pulling out of Iraq uh, a year ago, um, soldiers on the ground, and they, it was just sheer mayhem, right? And they, um, someone threw a bag over the fence, and the soldier just assumed it was a bomb in a bag. And so he caught the bag to keep it from falling on the ground and exploding. Like, what mindset is that? That's not even a moral dilemma. That's just sheer insanity Ooh, wow. in my mind, <laughs> obviously, to be trained like that. Wow. And when he when it landed in his arms, he knew it wasn't a bomb because it was a child in oh. the bag because someone was so desperate to save their child, they threw this child over the fence into the U.S. territory, like it was, it was you know, U.S. controlled territory. Anyhow, wow, it's just, I mean, but that. So anyhow, that's what wow. that brought up into my mind. Wow. Well, I was going to go to a lighter topic. Okay, Since you went really heavy. I'm going to go light. <laughs> okay. And but we all know we face this. Are you ready? Yes. A friend gives you a gift for your birthday. Unfortunately, it is a type of perfume you are extremely <laughs> allergic to. Do you say something and ask for a receipt to return it or keep it quiet? That's a moral dilemma. Anyway, you slice or dice. Moral dilemmas come with life and death scenarios. They yeah. also come 
with scenarios like this. I would never say anything because the the idea of the gift has been received, which is exactly exactly right. And I can just pass it along. I'll tell a personal story about that. So uh, the first the first time I met, no, second time I met David, um, I I was sick and. I had had the flu and it wasn't contagious at this point, but I was still not 100%. And he was visiting friends in town and they came for a reading. And so I, I got up, I had to reschedule the reading by a couple of days, but I, eventually I got out of bed, I did a reading for them and basically went back to bed for two more days. And he was so grateful that he went to my friend's house and made chicken soup for me and brought it over so I would feel better. Well, of course, the chicken soup had onions in it, and I'm allergic to onions. And I, you know, chicken soup I, has onions in it. Well, it did. When that one it. did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so, so I just gave the soup to my neighbors who had children, and you know, it was fine, right? Um, and it, you know, we were probably dating for five years, but he's like, "You never ate that soup, did you?" <laughs> Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Hell no. I was sick already. I didn't need to get sicker. (laughs) That's really funny. (laughs) Because you're right. When it comes to gifts, it's like the intention of the gift has already been received, no matter what it may be. So thoughtful. Right? Right? I I completely agree with you. Um, So here's one I have faced, sadly, multiple times in my life. When making a purchase at a local store, you are given too much change. Do you say something or keep quiet? <laughs> I would I, never say something because I would never notice. <laughs> I know you wouldn't because you're not a counter. <laughs> well, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's a rounding error. <laughs> yeah. I've given it back every time. You notice? Every, every, oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I will okay. absolutely give it back. But I'll also have no issue of saying if they gave me, if they under, if they shortchanged me. <laughs> so where's my pennies? I want my pennies. <laughs> well, it's no, it's mainly bills if I go no, after I, that, oh, but yeah, it's like, cause yeah. in, in there have been cases and Suzanne and I, I don't remember the exact situation, but there was actually a merchant. I think we were living in LA if I'm not mistaken. And um, it was the person who was working the register. I think they were intentionally shorting people and pocketing the money. Oh, and okay. so, right. And that, that's a real thing too. That happens. And so on the flip side of it, I will absolutely say something because that's not right either. And I will, and I will definitely bring it up, but I will always give it back because it's about balance, right? Yeah, well, I also think it's going to mess up their drawer at the end of the night, but well, if, they're, if they're pocketing money, then that's different. <laughs> well, know? that's the thing. If they give yeah. me $5 yeah. less, but they be getting everybody $5 less all day. Yeah. then that doesn't mess up their register. And clearly it would mess it up if they gave you too much. And I also know, because I've worked a register before, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, I know that I'm liable for that. And, right? you know, I worked at yeah. Quick Stop 2 in Mama, Oklahoma in 1986 and 87. <laughs> and I'd count that damn change every night to make sure it was right. Yeah. I'd, I'd count the that. drawer. Yeah. So very well That's aware real. of what can happen. However... You know, it's, again, it is only my moral compass. It's not anybody else's, it's mine. And my moral moral compass is I never want anything I am not entitled to, you know, like I'm entitled to the proper change. I'm not entitled to too much change. So I give it back. Like that's, but that's just been, that's just born this way kind of thing. Like I've never considered keeping it before. Now I can understand there are people who will. There are people like, oh, your mistake, I, I win. 
Yeah. And I have to say, I think your mama being a CPA may have influenced that just a bit. <laughs> I think, is she telling you that? She totally is, isn't she? I knew it. Brenda's shaking her head up and down that my mother, my mom, this is a three-way like podcast now, if you notice, mom comes, swoops in all the time. She's randomly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and her point is how we grow up and the context in which we grow up matters, right? It's yes, it does. Our, and, and it's not a reflection, good or bad. It just matters. Right? It's just part of the equation that gets woven in. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. mom wasn't somebody to ever take something that wasn't hers. It just wasn't her nature. She would rather do, live without it than yeah. to accept something that wasn't hers. Yeah. And that's, that's how you got to where you are. That's that right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So these, some of these questions are even, I'm like, wait, that's, there's a moral dilemma in here. You know, like <laughs> I, I understand that, but these are important for people to ask themselves these things, right? Like there are some that, and I also know we have some really delightful, kind hearted listeners. So this one's for you. Your lunch keeps missing at work. You are pretty sure you know who is taking it each day. Do you confront them? Report it to your supervisor or HR? Get them back by making a cat food sandwich or just keep quiet? <laughs> it says cat food sandwich. I didn't make that up, although I would have made it up, but I didn't. This is a new kind of catfishing, right? <laughs> this is a cat food sandwich. Um this is real. I had a roommate that used to take all the food, two of them. I definitely had this happen at work. What I did, by the way, at my college roommate, she kept eating all my, I make tuna fish salad or chicken salad or something just easy to eat off of for the week. And um, she ate every, I mean, like one day it was gone. <laughs> so I started putting jalapeno peppers in it. And she's like, wow, you've really gotten into jalapenos lately. I'm like, I know, I love them. She goes, she goes I really can't stand them. They're too spicy. I'm like, oh, which I knew. But it was like my way of stopping it because we're roommates. I didn't want to have a battle. That's one way to do it. Right? But if you're at work and something yeah. like this is persistent, you know, um, and it can get costly for you too because if you made yeah. something, you brought it in, then you have to go buy lunch and, you know, just things add up. I mean, what would you do? Hmm. I've never a, had that situation. Yeah. Well, we're going to put you in it. That's what these questions are for. So you had, I clearly have dealt with like a lot of stupid little bullshit in my life. So I have <laughs> for all of these. Um. I, I don't know what I would do. I um, put a post-it note on it that says, you know who you are. <laughs> oh my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> Thank you for not taking my lunch today. <laughs> that's really or, funny. Or make two. I'll make I'll make one for you tomorrow or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe variations on that. Thing. That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Have we had enough questions? Do we have any time for any more? I, th I think we did great. Did we? Okay. We, yeah. We hope you enjoyed just being in these questions with us and navigating. And, you know, just hopefully it, it strikes some interesting conversations beyond this podcast as you reflect and maybe giggle a little bit. It was like, oh, yeah, that's I still don't know what to do or, or yeah, that's not a problem for me. Well, and, it's, and I think it's also, like you said, I think it can be geographic, cultural, socioeconomic, uh, the life stage that you're in, the yeah, situation the that you're in, and right? The context of it. Um, and I think as you go through those, these questions, if you choose to re-listen to this podcast, I hope you do. And I hope you actually do take some notes <laughs> about them, is that ask yourself some of these questions under different circumstances than where you are today. Yeah. And I think that's how you really find out 
more about who you are. Like I've been through all these. I answered all of them, of course, because I'm a nerdy elf. <laughs> and I think it's always important to always kind of check in to see where your moral compass is, to see where you sit in that day. And I think you're right, Bryn, about, you know, not casting judgment. This isn't casting judgment on anybody mm -hmm. else. It's more about you. Yeah. This is an inside job, folks. If you care enough about it, I think you can go Google um, moral dilemma questions. And I, there's a slew of them out there. These are just the ones that I chose. There's a lot of them that exist. Um, and and some think, may be familiar and some may not. I, th I think also just from, you know, a spiritual exercise and in conversation, or maybe just reflecting yourself, when someone chose a different option, how you can stretch your heart space to hold with compassion their valid choice. Mm -hmm. And like saving the kids, like whether it's Sophie choice or the situation at the, at the remote beach house kind of thing, that's a no win, no matter what, because it is, it is a no. I'd get win. them both in though. I know I'd get them both. In. I think you, I think you could save them both. <laughs> and if my mom wants to swoop back in, she taught me how to swim. So she would actually say, you could get them both. What's wrong with you, child? I've, yeah. You, there's no doubt with your power. No problem. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just send me. Um, yeah. But yeah, these are, but, but again, you might yeah. have to, because when you first start to save both, you may end up only be able, being able to save one, there, right? Yeah, like the there's thing, all right? those or things. That, you may save both of them and end up dying. Like that can happen too. And that right? happens too. That I've happens, seen that. That happens all the time, right? Lots of those, TV shows. Those riptides are just scary, scary. All right. Yes, I think are. we have covered it. Okay. Well, lots of moral dilemmas. <laughs> Thank you, my elf, my nerdy elf. Thanks for showing up and doing the legwork. <laughs> And thanks for listening. And remember, our school is hard without the other side. Thank you all. Bye. <laughs>And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. 
And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 